Hello and welcome to From the Grandstands. I'm Daniel, your host. As always, I'm joined by Adli and Torben. Hello, guys. Welcome back. And uh, we are back this week to talk about uh, liveries and, well, new car launches a little. Uh, because it was a crazy week, honestly. Every team was, uh, well, hyping us up and making that that weird livery calls sometimes. And well, especially Mercedes, they were just hyping that that camo livery, and then just they just went with uh, with slightly normal, uh, well, slightly changed livery. Uh, I think it would be good to start from them because they, well, they are similar, but they changed uh, a little. I think it is significant change because. They didn't lose their identity, but I really like that livery. That uh, uh, that, that blue colors are now uh, much more visible, and I don't know. It looks slick. What are, yeah. what are your opinions? Yeah, I think it looks slick. Doesn't look be baited as the most with the camel, but the way they played out the this particular camel, it was absolutely amazing. The little Mercedes uh, chevrons on the back, the little patterns, and then the black on the shark fin, and the striking electric turquoise uh, on the on the color scheme. There, it's just like you see it under the sunlight, and you see it different in the renders. It is absolutely amazing. It is by far my uh, most my. This is my top livery. Uh, second is Renault, third is Toro Rosso. Yeah, Mercedes um, did a good job as usual, but um, yeah, I wouldn't put it at at the first place on my list because it just um, yeah looks too much um, like the old liveries. You always see like. The backside of the car is mostly silver, and the front wing was always silver, if I remember correctly. So yeah, it's definitely um, in my top three. But um, I like the livery of the last season a little bit more. Well, I uh, I must say that I, in the beginning, I was uh, kind of expecting uh, big changes in the teams, uh, but. Then I just really chilled out because, well, some of the teams have uh, identity, like uh, Mercedes is always Silver Arrows and if they changed uh, that up completely, it would be, I don't know, it would be weird, but uh, I just feel like uh, some things need to stay. And, well, you know, Mercedes, they just have that their name, that Silver Arrows, and everyone knows them for that. But I think that they did really good this year, because they made uh, some changes, finally. It's not as similar uh, as the other ones that, we, that we've seen so far. So it's nice for me, I guess. It's a small change, but uh, it's mostly in the details, but it, it works well. And, you know, speaking of uh, things that don't change, 
uh, we could hop into Ferrari because they they did kind of similar this year, but uh, I watched it uh, live, uh, that live reveal, and you know the whole presentation was nice, the the history of Ferrari, uh, the way that they laid this out uh, was was really entertaining to watch. Uh, maybe except that uh, Italian speak, but uh, you know it was it was really nice. I I think that I like this, and you know the matte red, uh, the black accents, the the white accents here and there. It looks aggressive. It looks looks really nice, and it looks Ferrari. I don't know. Like I get it. I like the matte red. I like the all overall presentation, but I don't know. Uh, call me like, like I don't know, like the red and black doesn't really suits me well because I don't know, dark and dark really doesn't fit. You can see it on the Mission Winner logo. It looks so uh, blended. It's like you can't distinguish even the Mission Winner logo like on the intake there. Other side is fine, but it's like very like i don't know it's just like it irks me so much but not that much yeah i think it's a great library to be honest because it just is ferrari but it's also something new and different and yeah i know people are gonna say oh they just changed the colors but um yeah they did it in a right way for me the mat looks great and it looks like really um a championship winning car and yeah it, the overall package is perfect in my opinion yeah it's looks it looks really nice uh okay so on to red bull then uh this time we will start with you uh adley what are your uh, first impressions about that livery? Uh, it's fine. Um, of course, this is just a launch livery. They said it is a one-off, so we'll be expecting the classic Red Bull livery sometime soon. But uh, for this uh, camo livery, it's actually nice. A little bit messy, but it's nice. I like it. I like the whole presentation. And it's not... It, People have have been saying it's messy, it's incoherent, but I don't think so. It's like it's perfect the way it is. Mm, I don't really want to touch on that library because it's not gonna stay. So yeah, and I also don't really have an opinion on that. So yeah, I think that it's it looks nice. It's well, well, it's definitely a material to to stay. Uh, it it could stay definitely for for the rest of the season, but uh, they of course have that uh, whole Red Bull brand, and and they have to stick uh, to to that colors, or maybe not. Maybe they will change something uh, <laughs> through the season, but I don't expect that. Uh, but maybe maybe there is more to come uh, on on this side. But yeah. Uh, I think that uh, the car looks uh, nice as it is right now, but as you said, it's just a testing library, so there's not really much more to say. Uh, and speaking of Red Bull, uh, 
you know, because the Honda is so uncertain uh, in this season. Uh, the Renault is next in the spotlight because, well, you know, they, they could be well in there, uh, in the top three fight, and they launch the car, delivery is very much similar. So, what do you think about the Torben? So, honestly, um, I started to see a pattern. Um, the 2016 and 2017 car was very yellow. Um, and the 2017 car, uh, the 2018 car is was becoming black, and now it's even more black. So I'm just really wondering if this is gonna go anywhere because it's it's way more black, and it also looks um, more aggressive, uh, like the Ferrari. And yeah, I'm just wondering if we're gonna see a black Renault in 2020 or something. Uh, for me, I don't think so because the, the thing is, I was expecting a, a yellow, black, white livery from Renault, considering how they stylized their team wear. But I've uh, I've read a joke online. This is from F1 Colors, a great website for livery galore. Uh, on their t- Twitter, they said, "Lads, you accidentally post." last year's livery as a mistake which i have to admit it kind of is the last year's livery uh, the difference is the shark fin is black and yellow uh, com- uh comparing to the 2018's uh, yellow and black and then the side pods are now black rather than the yellow thing they got but i don't think Ralph will go full black because the last time they went full black was in 2016, uh, testing livery, and they they changed it Im- immediately to yellow. So I don't think Renault will go full black. Yellow black is going to be their identity, no matter what. Yeah, and well, I must say that uh, that was the first livery that really uh, showed to me that new uh, front wings. And I must say they they look really nice because, well, compared to the the, the 2018 testing ones, uh, the front wings look really nice and the the yellow accents at the end of them and just the the whole car, uh, the colors just flow and they fit, uh, they they complement each other in a very very well way. Uh, so. In a good way, sorry. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's really good looking car. It's aggressive, and I really hope that Ricardo will uh, be able to put on some good results in that car. But well, we'll see about that. It really all depends on Honda, as I said. Uh, we touched upon Hast uh, a week ago, so uh, should we go again or just leave it as it is? Nah, I think. Focus. I don't like Hart and Williams. We talk about this before. Uh, it doesn't change anything right now. So best if we focus on the other teams. Really. Yeah. So uh, on Valentine's Day, uh, Alfa Romeo released uh, their livery. Mm-hmm. Nah, it got leaked. Um, more or less. Oh, yeah. leak. Yeah, leak, and then they 
uh, no, they tweeted, then that was, then it was leaked, then Alfa Romeo played along with the leak, so it's fine. Also, talking about That's Valentine's, nice. Mick McLaren also uh, revealed their livery as well. Yeah, it was it was really nice for me because I, I wasn't alone on this day, so I, I had some cars with me, so it wasn't that bad. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, speaking of Alfa Romeo, it's it's again one off. Uh, there's not really much to talk about it, but they really did uh, like put on a show with that really livery. The yeah. the, the whole the, the whole. Uh, pattern and just colors they they it's it's really nice it's really good to look at and you know it it could even stay if i'm honest because it is something different and it's well almost as different as forcinda was uh last year so not really much to add there <laughs> yeah it's 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 novelty for sure yeah yeah, definitely. Uh, also, let's talk about McLaren because again, they also revealed their livery on uh, Valentine's Day, and I gotta say, I, I liked it. Uh, uh, especially the whole presentation, I love it. Uh, they definitely played more to the blue and then the papaya color. Uh, very nice. Very. Futuristic, if I may add, like the whole pattern thing, the whole th- little things here and there, and it looks great. It looks amazing. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, I think that it's my uh, current favorite on the grid. I just, I loved uh, that uh, 2018 livery, that papaya orange, and now that there is more blue on that. I absolutely love it. Of course, I've seen some banter that it's just, uh, it looks like pen or it looks like, I don't know, tissues and, and something like that people were finding. <laughs> uh, that that stuff that looks like, like it, but, uh, well, even if, if I'm honest, your avatar, uh, Torben, looks a bit like the delivery this year. So, uh, it's, it's really nice. I think that people really like it. And if anyone didn't like that livery in 2018 uh, they will not like that livery uh, now but i really love it it's my favorite and it looks so nice that even the the numbers are just controversial but i must say that i really like that placement maybe it will not be as good to see in the race but hey it looks nice on on, on pictures so i'm fine with it yeah so I have to disagree with you. For me, the 2018 library was a total botch. Um, it just didn't look, it wasn't good looking for me. But the 2019 library, they absolutely nailed it. I really have to say, um, the racing overalls just also look so great. And yeah, it's just um, a very good looking car. Um, but I saw the live stream on YouTube, and <laughs> when they presented the car, um, all the people were just like sitting in the back in like a parliament room, and they all were looking um, into the camera, kind of. And when um, 
there was a moment when the drivers were talking to I don't know who presented it again. Um, Brown looked at the drivers like, "Don't you say anything wrong?" <laughs> and I really <laughs> <Yeah. the> cringe. <laughs> It's like it's super awkward. It's weird, but the whole presentation overall, on the and they revealed the lovely. I loved it. I love the way they do the things. So, uh, not that much. Yeah, I, I've I've also seen that uh, Lando Norris when he was streaming, he that that leak that he posted, uh, he just drew that car in paint with that papaya orange, and and he told that that this is the this is delivery. So it was really well. I must say, humorous accent from from McLaren. Uh, that that kind of leak that he made. And yeah, there's not really much to add. I think we said it all. Uh, so it is really nice looking car. I think it's one of the best uh, currently. I think we we are left only with uh, Williams Racing Point and Toro Rosso. So. Uh, well, what we should touch upon next. Yeah, didn't we touch upon Toroso last week already? So should we leave them out? Tororoso or... and Williams, like Tororoso, Williams and Haas, we've talked about. I still love Tororoso's livery. Status quo best status. They kept it in 2017, 2018, 2019. It stays and it's perfect uh, the way as it is. Williams, I still don't like it. it it's nice, the color's nice, but the way they present the livery is bad. So we're only with Racing Point. Yeah. <laughs> it really it just looks like toothpaste, if I'm honest. But it, it looks nice in some ways. Yeah, it really starts to grow on me now, honestly. So, so yeah, onto the Racing Point then. Uh, Torben, if you will. So, yeah. Um, it just isn't a huge step away from the 2018 library. Man, I'm, I always want to say 2017 because it just doesn't feel like the 2019 season yet. <laughs> <For Yeah. me. laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. Like, it just flew by. Yeah, obviously. So, um, yeah, it just is a little bit um, messy for me. The white and the pink does not really complement itself. Um, the sport pesa on the fin, uh, really great. Uh, rear and front wing are also very good. But um, the middle part with the halo are, aren't, yeah, I just don't really like it, to be honest. Uh, for me, I don't know, like, mm. Like I like uh, I'm glad BWT stay. Sport Pesa really gives it a more uh, dynamic to the color scheme. When we see last year that BWT uh, Force India doesn't even have like they were f- too focused on the pink and doesn't really do much with it. But with Sport Pesa, they have this blue that complements so nicely. It it looks like a candy still. It looks, it's still like some sort of ice cream, but I loved it. The blue complements the pink and the white, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't complain more other than that. Yeah, it looks, it looks okay. I think that's really, uh, they didn't change much, but 
it looks nice. Like I I really loved that pink one uh, because it was so different uh, in 2018, and I I like it now. But it's nothing special as, as Toro Rosa's uh, Ferrari Mercedes did. They just uh, stayed with uh, their identities and uh, color schemes, and Red Bull will do probably the same. So. So, uh, ratings from, like, let's give ratings, I guess, from deliveries. Haas, I think, it's still, like, bad for me. I don't know, black and gold, they hyped it too much, but it's underwhelming. It doesn't feel right. Four out, four out of ten, really, for Haas, it still doesn't look right to me. Yeah, they, they just hyped it so much and everyone expected that they will pull a Lotus out of it and they didn't and so uh, it's it's they are lacking in some way. Yep. I think it's yeah not really perfect. But maybe it changes, we don't know. Oh well, I guess uh, we'll have to stick. Uh, I guess we'll have to stick with it. So, uh, between deliveries, uh, testing, of course, is coming next week. And I, I can't wait, really. I can't wait. Uh, people have been touting about how this year's Arrow will do some do major stuff to the car and then how the engines, especially uh, Honda versus Renault, the Mercedes uh, cars and then the Ferrari. It's like, it's it's a shakeup, but at the same, same time, it's completely unknown. Uh, again, completely unknown. Uh, new drivers, new generations of dri- uh, drivers and cars and in Monday we'll see how the they'll fare really. Yeah, it's well, well, not maybe on Monday, but after the whole testing, uh, who made the most laps? Who who made? Uh, I don't know, maybe consistent times, because as we know, times uh, they don't matter in testing. But I think that one thing that is. Uh, uh, we must watch is uh, lap counts because if any team will rock up that top stand in uh, lap count that probably means that they will be reliable and they will work in some way uh, at least in the the next season so we must watch for that Mm, yeah is there still endurance driver in there like Hartley was I think none are endurance drivers specifically, but we know that Mercedes have been popping the most lap counts for 2017 and 2018. So we can expect that Mercedes will push the engine to the limit, the car to the limit. Uh, McLaren was pretty uh, meh. Uh, <laughs> the Honda the... wheel nut. <laughs> Let, let's not yeah. talk about that. The wheel nut. Like... Last year was like overall the teams are pretty neck and neck, especially during testing. But we don't even count 
uh, alongside uh, sandbagging and uh, different choices of tires. Uh, of course, we see that McLaren and Toro Rosso was having good lap times and Alfa Romeo as well. McLaren, of course, then got sixth in Australia, then dropped massively. Toro Rosso got fourth in Bahrain and then drops massively. Alfa Romeo, I think Alfa Romeo, like, they were neck and neck, but they've, they've proven that they are capable of scoring points. Uh, so I think uh, that's that, really. Well, um, Mercedes engines always were more re- reliable than Ferrari engines, so I think Mercedes will do the most laps and probably, um, yeah, the Mercedes power teams like Racing Point and Williams will do the most laps. Um, for- My guess is that Ferrari engines might have an issue with the new regulation. Um, they might be sandbagging. Um, I can't predict that now, but um, Ferrari is very well known for sandbagging in testing. So we will see about that. Yeah, I think that uh, we touched upon all. Uh, that was uh, that was really uh, up to discussion today. So I think that we could end this episode now. It was, uh, of course, quicker than the last one, but in the next week, man, we can really uh, oh, predictions. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's almost there. It'll I can be... feel it. The cars on track. It's, oh. it's so close. One <laughs> month away. Still a month away. Yeah, but of I'm, course, I'm it's today, testing. Australia, but... yeah. Of course, after testing, it's ready to roll. So testing week is next week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's in two days, pretty. So should we do some some predictions like who will chart the timesheets and do the most laps in the first week? I say Mercedes, really. I think Mercedes will definitely uh, top the most lap times, uh, the most laps, probably the lap times as well. I would say they will be sandbagging the most because, of course, they're the constructor champions and as well as Hamilton's the the driver champions, but I can see them really still on the top somewhat, as as, a lot, as well as Ferrari, and I think the the headline for uh, testing is going to be Honda. Honda. Definitely <laughs> going yeah, to be yeah. Honda. <laughs> it's, it's because, really because all yeah. eyes are on Red Bull, no matter what. No matter if you're Mercedes or if you're Ferrari, uh, as a fan, even as as a fan, how will Red Bull accommodate to Honda, and how will Renault respond back on testing? So yeah. the quickest lap time, in your opinion, will be set by ah. Leclerc. Leclerc. I, I'm just. Don't I think Ferrari will do. Yeah, I I agree. Ferrari will at least do faster, but maybe Mercedes, but. I can see Ferrari being uh, caring more about the lap times. So I can yeah. see Mercedes hiding with the their pace as they did. Uh, yeah, definitely sandbagging. I don't really think so because, um, yeah, I mean they have 
nothing except the constructors and the drivers championship to lose. So I feel like they get too overconfident from time to time. So I don't think they will send back um, like a Ferrari team will do. Uh, I still think they will complete the most lap times. And I'm going to do a risky prediction here. The fastest lap on the first week um, will be set by Valtteri Bottas. I, 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 I'm not... Oof, no, close. no, no. No, I, I completely agree because even as that, um, but Bottas uh, shown that he was, he is a fast driver. He's just uh, half the prone to like really dropping off the grid so often. Like in races last year, he completely dropped off, like nowhere to be seen. But as a driver, he's completely capable of actually driving fast, uh, doing qualifying, getting pole uh, several times. So if any if anyone could get that fastest lap times, Bottas is one good con- candidate. Yeah, and well, I think if, if Bottas steps up and uh, well, gets over his head, so I think that he did that uh, through the winter, but uh, we will see about that. Well, he did uh, rally, so I think we... I think we will see a Vettel and Bottas resurrection this year, and Hamilton, yeah, will still be on top. But I expect uh, Verstappen to drop off. Uh, yeah, yeah he I just, think it's possible. It's likely because Gasly has more experience with Honda, and I guess he will pref- he will get preferential t- treatment if it comes down to testing. So, I guess Verstappen might be the slowest out of the top six. If there is not a top eight yet, we will see about that. Yeah, mm. we'll see. May I uh, bold prediction as well? I mean, of course, Honda will be the headline, but I think STR uh, Toro Rosso definitely going to be the more cap- uh, adaptable out of the Honda teams. I think, yeah, be- the da- the data will be shared between the. Uh, primary and the secondary team, Red Bull and Toro Rosso. But considering Toro Rosso's experience with Red Bull already, uh, with Honda already, two years uh, counting now, uh, I think Toro Rosso is going to be more comfortable comfortable in running Honda uh, than how Red Bull was. Yeah, yeah. There, there's always Renault, which is just the works team. So, you know, they could be up there as well. So, yeah, Renault will leap forward and I guess they will just be like Red Bull, really um, far in front of the midfield, but I'm not in the top three yet. So they will have a Red Bull fate this year. I expect them to be sevens and eights, with Hulkenberg being the faster out of both Renaults. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, no. Alcatraz can possibly do it, but what? It's like how many years has been like Hulkenberg uh, is like what? Two years already? Three years? Technically two years, uh, but I don't know. Ricardo, he's he's already driven a lot of Reynolds in the past. Hulkenberg uh, can do it definitely, but Ricardo might give him a run for his money. It's the same with Leclerc and, and Vettel. I think that 
I, I'm not sure if, if Leclerc will deliver uh, like top performance this year, uh, but I think that from the mid-season he can really push Fettel forward, if anything. And maybe maybe he's better than him. And I think that's it is likely, uh, seeing how he performed in every series that he participated in. But come so on, far. did Declare have a, a benchmark like Vettel, a four-time world champion? I just cannot see him jumping into Ferrari and just beating um, Vettel right away. So I guess Vettel will run away with the world driver's title this year because I think Leclerc is able to get um, points of Hamilton, but he will have to let Vettel through, even if I don't like that. Um, yeah, Bottas will play wingman too, but he just wasn't on the pace last year um, from mid-season. So I just think Vettel will run away with the driver's title if he just does not bin it like he did in 2018. And no, you haters, you can fuck off. He did not bin it exactly <laughs> in 2017. So if, if, because, come on, he just defended his line in Singapore and in Suzuka, his um, car failed him. And come on, <laughs> I really hate people no. saying he lost it in 2017 um, on his own. He just did not. I mean, 2017, like, yeah, uh, that was only out of anyone's comprehension. Vettel definitely was unlucky in Singapore, but if you're talking about 2018, he bottled it. And there's yeah. no question. He bottled it. He bottled <laughs> yeah, it yeah, in, in Germany. <laughs> he bottled it in Germany. He bottled it in Suzuka. And he definitely bottled it in uh, Austin. So, eh. And, and well, Ferrari just bottled it with strategy. That oh, yeah. Post. No question. <laughs> no question. Ferrari, uh, dear Lord. Uh, Monza. Definitely Monza. Monza, Monza was the first nail in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. Monza was the first nail in the coffin. Uh, Vettel spun around by Hamilton. Kimi had to nurse his tires. And then, even after all of that, even after all of that, um, the only time they were they were successful in their strategy was with Kimi and Austin. So that was one out of 21 races. So... Well, no, one, two out of 20, like, at least several races. <laughs> Australia, <laughs> Australia, Belgium, they obviously won with several races. And then, but other than that, uh, I yes, what, what happened there? So, yeah, come on. I, they showed their head of strategy in one race. Um, I can't remember which one it was. But um, to this point, I didn't know that they had a head of strategy in the first place because it was so brainless what they did from time to time. So, yeah. I hope he got fired. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. But, well, it worked in, in Bahrain, so, you know, it was it was really lucky. There. Come on, if it, it, it really came down to battle um, tire yeah, nursing, yeah. not the strategy. Um, yeah, they, they cocked it up again because they released him too early. Uh, I mean, Riker re got released too early, and yeah, he uh, broke his they, mechanics. They just, like baited by Mercedes, and just, <laughs> all of it, it was done. Ferrari, it's James. Yeah, yeah it's it's <laughs> almost like that. 
Well, I think other than that, I don't have anything to, more to add, really. Um, McLaren and Williams, I want to touch upon them a little bit. Who's oh. going to be last, Williams or McLaren? Oh, shoot. That's, ah. that's tough. That's tough. But I... I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. <laughs> like it's, but... it's really it's really bad because Williams, of course, they failed. Like okay, here's the thing. With Williams, you have to see the arrow. How will they? How what? How was their arrow for 2019? Because Mercedes, the, that car has the Mercedes engine, and even then they broke that engine. They failed to use it properly. Uh, uh, at the start of the season, and for the arrow, it really was hurting bad. With yeah, McLaren, yeah. The, we need to see the chassis. We need to see the arrow because, of course, Renault uh, might do a bit here and there, but they ultimately failed because of the chassis itself. They were touted as the best chassis in 2017, <laughs> and then 2018, suddenly they dropped off the grid. That's in Australia after that nothing in return so very very interesting and weird and with that I think Williams Williams is going to be at least the last of the grid but not in the ways you think like so bad that they'll be last it is going to be a like a battle but I don't know like Maybe McLaren will finally do something. Maybe Williams will do something to that engine and then fix their arrow. But looking at the progress, I don't know. I say Williams because for the sake of McLaren, Williams. Yeah, they have the resources, that that engine, and they can do uh, something good good with it, but it, it really comes down to... Uh, the construction of the this year's car, and well, I don't know. It's it's tough, and you know ev- everyone can say that you know they they have Kubica, who is who is really good at uh, reading the car, and he has great knowledge uh, in in engineering and stuff, but you know he can't fix uh, anything, and he's not as 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 powerful. Uh, in, in decision making uh, when it comes to cars so it really comes down to, to, in, to the engineers and you know I'm, I'm a Paul saying that that he's not in charge because well everyone in my country is now hyping this up that <laughs> he will fix that that car for Williams uh, single-handedly because it's yeah yeah you know and not not no pun intended with this single hand because you know <laughs> yeah I think like uh, uh, also with the pa- driver pairings Kabitsa and Russell, of course, good uh, pairing. Kabitsa hasn't, uh, of course, drove a 2018 Williams, but never in a prolonged state of a race, only in testing and uh, whatnot. Russell as well. Uh, in McLaren, Sainz obviously have, first, uh, is he's a racer. He uh, between the two teams. Sainz is the more recent racer uh, driver that have been participated in the season. Kubica last season was, what, 2009, 2010. So definitely a massive gap there. 
uh, Lando Norris, uh, obviously good driver, uh, was actually thought as being after champion before not uh, Russell and Norris, uh, Russell and Albano woke up and wins everything. Uh, so each team has their own uh, Achilles heel, but it's up to how will, will they play the season really. Yeah, and it's up to Honda as well. <laughs> that, that, that's the top three because, you know, Honda can just bottle it and Renault will just jump in, in the top three, but I don't think that this is as likely, but uh, I think that Red Bull will close the gap to, to Mercedes, but Renault will be up there almost with them. And uh, it's really interesting to, to see. Mm, yeah, I don't expect Red Bull Honda to be up there with uh, Mercedes and Ferrari this year. So I guess Renault uh, will get some podiums this year. Um, we just need a Singapore 2017, um, Abu Dhabi 2018, where some cars fail. And I think Hulkenberg will get his first podium this year. Maybe even Let's nine. hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah, because he's a very good driver, but I don't know. There's just no place for him in top teams with with all that stuff happening, and you know that Mercedes is really counting up on Ocon maybe and and whatnot, and Ferrari. They have Leclerc and and Mick Schumacher there, and you know. There's not really a, a place for him at the moment. He's just in the Renault and he's delivering every single time. And, you know, with seven retirements, he, he still was the Formula 1.5 champion. So it really shows his talent, uh, his consistency. And... Mm, I disagree. I think there might be opening up something in the next years for Hulkenberg's the number two driver. Because for me, um, it won't be long till Ocon gets sacked and Bottas just isn't good enough for Mercedes. And Russell, I don't really know. I don't think he's good enough for Mercedes too. So yeah, if um, Bottas get um, Ocon and Russell aren't good enough, who's left? I guess Hulkenberg um, might have a good shot at it because he's German. Which obviously helps if it, because it's a German team. And yeah, it's, he is a very good driver. And I say he is even better than Bottas, to be honest. People have their own opinions. So I say. Uh, <laughs> Try not to be aggressive there. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Renault definitely going to be the better of the pack. Probably fighting Red Bull, Ricardo might do some damage to their to his old team. Possibly fighting alongside maybe Verstappen, maybe uh, Gasly. Eh, really, it's prolonged long. Uh, it's already talked about enough. I say, let's go to Australia already. So, yeah, it's what it's twenty eight days till the the Grand Prix. So. And less than one month. Yeah, so 
should we end it right here? Because I think yeah. there's not much left to talk about. Yeah, yeah just I made the predictions and then we talked about liveries and well, the the, the fun will begin uh, next week when we will talk about testing and uh, the the whole thing will be uh, red hot. Uh, just, we will we will just fuming with with our predictions and yeah, it will be it will be really nice. And finally, we will see the cars on track and. I just can't wait. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> yeah. so, I'm just so hyped because <laughs> this season is, is a total mess. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really nice. I I just can't wait. And you know, we can say that we survived that winter. We did okay. It's two days. It's just two days till testing, and we can then chill out and just. You know, experience that Formula One yeah. in the best way possible. <laughs> we saw like a couple of track in the. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, come on, we had Formula E, WEC, and so. The winter yeah, wasn't we, that we hard. We had something to watch, and you know, Bottas was rallying, so. I did watch the rally though. I heard he won a stage, but um. Yeah. That's... Yeah, he, he won a stage, but to be honest, he was in a better car. Uh, then the rest, and you know, everyone was, uh, everyone good uh, from the WRC was uh, on the Monaco Rally back then, so he didn't have really any competition whatsoever there. He was just racing against rookies or just people that are not uh, capable of, of uh, doing that Monaco Rally, which is absolutely legendary. And yeah, you know, he, he was really he he uh, should uh, have not have any trouble really so but it was nice uh, well i i've seen that that uh, how, how how he was running and i must say that he has some potential uh in rallies so maybe if he's dropped this year maybe we will see them him there so you know and as well kubica did did uh, a lot of rallying he won uh, wrc2 championship with, with his hand, it was after the accident, but it was uh, 2014, I think. So, you don't win uh, any, any uh, like, uh, tracks or just segments, how, how is it called there, uh, or just championships as a whole if you don't have talent, and I think that we could potentially see Bottas in the rally one day, if he's dropped. Yeah. Ah, uh, but that was not the topic. I would just talk there. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we prolonged this long enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's it's uh, nice to end this uh, here. I was saying uh, before that uh, it was a short podcast, but I think it's even longer than the last one. So uh, I, I think we did okay. <laughs> we did okay. We just totally lost it in the middle. I think. <laughs> yeah. We just we just had our own. own pace and we just flew off with that discussion i must say i really love it though so it was really I definitely nice. love it definitely loved it yeah it was it was nice uh so yeah this was uh, from the grandstands as always i think that we will see each other next week as uh, as we are ready to talk uh, always because we just love formula one and 
I was Daniel and I was joined by Torben and Adli. See you later. Yeah, bye. See you next week. Next week is today. <laughs>